Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. Well, uh, did you watch uh, the episode that we're talking about today? You know, I didn't. So... That's a twist. Yeah, we're just gonna have to make it up as we go along. We're just gonna have to write an episode off the top of our heads. It would be better? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've done it before in smaller increments and it was already better. Yeah, we've done like, we've been training for this. Like we're doing the the training runs and now it's time to tackle a full 22 minute episode. Oh oh no. (laughs) Oh God. Yep. That sounds kind of fun, actually. What would be the premise of this episode that we're writing? Oh, hmm. Well, I would vote for something axe-related, but mm-hmm. I I don't know if, if you're all about that. I mean, I can get on board with this. Okay, 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 okay. Maybe, like, an axe-Rachel adventure? Because they haven't had a chance to hang out. They haven't, and that would be fun. Yeah. Oh, oh hmm. When have they hung out in the books? I think they they did that scouting mission at the very end. Right, where Rachel went off the rails and Axe didn't know what to yeah. do because he couldn't stop her from doing the reckless thing. Right. And, uh... <laughs> I think anything we write would be this, like, very, very dark and sinister sort of overtone. And then yes. people would be like, what the fuck? I thought this was a fun, happy, stupid 90s kid show. <laughs> and we'd be like... Read the books, motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, we're like we're like the battled, hardened person that comes back from the future and is like, "I'm you from the future," and shit gets real up there. Yep. God. Faux show. For show. Faux show. No, unfortunately, I, I did watch this episode. <laughs> I was well, trying to fool everyone. I mean, you almost had me fooled, except for the fact that we share the same account. So I did see that you had watched it. <laughs> but you almost what? had me. <laughs> Sometimes I worry that, that, so like, I usually watch like part of the episode and then I like turn it off and go do something else. And then I come back oh. to it the next day. And I worry that like, I'm locking you out of the account somehow. I don't think that's how it works, but. I don't think that's how it's worked and how it works. And I don't think that's ever happened either. Okay. I feel like we watch them on very different timelines. Because, like, I'll be like, we're recording today, so I want to watch it. So I'm, like, fresh off the episode today. And you're like, I have to take notes, so I'll watch it over the course of this week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. As long as I'm not locking you out. In which case, you can just at me and be like, bitch! I, I would never... I absolutely would never. Also, I would probably just go, Hi, I wonder why it's in the middle of the episode. I guess I'll restart it. And then you'd be like, what the fuck? Why is it like at the end of the episode? And then we'd have a whole, it would be a comedy of errors. And you would be like, the account's broken. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. It was just me watching it. And then we'd have a good laugh over it. Maybe drink. I don't know why, but alcohol would make this better. 
Yep, it always does. There was a time like really early on when we were both on Disney Plus where Matt and I were going to watch The Mandalorian and we started it and we're like, hang on, this is like episode five. What happened? (laughs) Not realizing that you guys are also watching. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Thank God you never tried to watch X-Men. You'd be like, why are these all in the middle? Every one of them. (laughs) Who's watching only X-Men cartoons from the 90s? <laughs> Who else? Who else? Who else watches this? Although I think then that was probably when we made our, our two profiles, right? Yeah. Yeah. We solved this very early on. Yeah. Wow. What what a compelling conversation we just had. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> oh, <sighs> this, this is what people are paying the big bucks for. The big bucks of of zero dollars, because this is a free podcast. This is a free podcast. Uh, Made with our sweat and tears. And blood. And piss. (laughs) And vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) And apple juice. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, though. How how did we like this episode? I wanted to really like it. And, like, two minutes of it was really cool. And then I was just kind of bored and didn't want to pay attention. I am interested to know what the cool two minutes were for you. Well, obviously, it was the zoom-in shots on Jake and Tobias's faces. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God! All two minutes of that scene, because that's how long it was. It was two minutes. It had to have been at least ten plus shots of each of their faces at varying degrees of closeness and angles. Yes! While awesome electric guitar music played overhead. So intense! I think that's what got me, was the electric guitar music. I was like, wow, this is the tension is ratcheted so high. Oh my god. And then you're like, oh my god, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. They're going to slowly make their way towards each other. And then they're going to get up in each other's faces and fisticuffs. No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man. Fucking alpha male dominance battle with the eyes and the looks. You know, it really gave me a lot of time to contemplate how beautiful Sean Ashmore's eyes are. Honestly, yeah. Very big blue eyes. Big big blue eyes. Not to slam Christopher Ralph, because his eyes are pretty as well. Yes. But, like, Sean just has beautiful eyes. Iceman eyes. Iceman eyes. <laughs> Icy as his powers. His X-Men <laughs> powers. His icy glare. As cold as the ice he produces from his hands. He's willing to sacrifice our love. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Yeah, okay. The premise for this episode was very, very cool. And then nothing was cool about it except for that cool (laughs) eye battle. Eye battle? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I was trying to remember which book, Megamorphs 4, I think, was the yeah. loose premise for this one. I Yeah, but that wasn't even, like, close to being out yet. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
Huh. Yeah, so I wonder if they just, like, came up with that premise on the fly, or if they were like, oh, yeah, we heard from Scholastic that this is coming down the pipe in, like, a, a few months, or, like, what like the deal was. years, a few years. I, I have to imagine that what they did, because the Elemist featured so prominently, is that they went back to the previous episode where the Elemist sent them, like, into the past, and was like, let's play with that idea. Oh, sure. And instead just send them into a new timeline. And it just so happened to be something that was played with later. I mean, I guess they could have heard it was an idea that was going to happen in the books. But Megamorphs, was it four? It had to have been four, right? I think so, yeah. I think so, too. It was either three or four. But that was, like, so far down the road. Because we're, like, still in the, like, we're just after the the David trilogy when this episode is coming out. So, like, that's still a long ways off. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And, like, the other thing is, Megamorphs 4, the complete opposite happened from what happened in the show, insofar as in the book, Tobias was the one who got drawn into the sharing and got taken over. And in the TV show, he's the only one who doesn't. Yeah, Ugh. although we could speculate at the end. he w- And then somehow it was still from Jake's perspective. I didn't get the, like... The weird ending twist. Like, I get why they did it, but it was like, why did you make it like this? Like, wouldn't it make sense? Jake made the decision that it would be different. They go through the series of the book, and, like, then they switch it to Tobias's perspective, and then they switch it back to Jake's perspective. And it's like, I get in within the context of this episode why that happened, because mm-hmm. we had to get Jake's, like, bookends. But, like, why... Why did you make the choice to switch it to Tobias's perspective in the alternate timeline? Like that that's the part I don't really I'm not really getting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Although I really did like that Tobias was the only one that didn't get infested. Yeah. And then also how did how did he have morphing powers? I I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they left a lot of it sort of up for speculation. <laughs> Oh, well, God. that was stupid because I'm confused. <laughs> Listen, I had a major problem with the writing in this episode. Like, I always have a problem with the writing, but especially in this episode, I felt like there were so many instances where they were trying to get to a specific sort of situation, but the dialogue was so vague and open ended that it just ended up being very confusing. And I'll get into specific instances later, but like. Can I give you one specific instance that I don't think is what you're talking about, but that I think was hilarious? Please. Where Jake walks in, he goes, hey, mom, do we have anything to eat? And Tom walks into the kitchen. He was like, I didn't think anyone was home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a good point. I like like how a couple seconds later, Tom's like, what are you up to? And Jake's like, I'm just listening to music. And I'm like, what music? Well, you don't even have headphones on. What are you talking about? And like, like the music that plays over the scene in the meta didn't start until Tom came in and like threw an orange at him. Like, like yeah, was, where did the orange come from? Where'd it go? Where did the orange come from? Why didn't? Uh, also, know. why would you have a cool club scene and then the nerdiest fucking adult walks in? Hey guys, I'm Tom. Welcome to the Spider Club. <laughs> Have a good time, teens. What we're the gonna, fuck are you doing? We're gonna stay up till midnight and drink apple juice. 
Wow, with ice cubes in it. Oh my god. <laughs> the whole fucking thing was nonsense. It was something. <laughs> it really was something. I really I I wanted to like this episode because I kept thinking like, wow, like the premise is cool. Like the premise is a good premise, but then like everything that happened was not good. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh my god. I actually, I did think about turning it off as soon as I saw Marco with a sweater vest tied oh, around his my neck. Fucking god, Marco's fucking <laughs> sweater! I was like, he's a yerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you needed to see to know that Marco had been taken over by the sharing. It was. Oh. I'm in a button down with a sweater, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> it's like this is bizarro, and I don't like it. <laughs> right. If I was Rachel, I'd be a mile away. I'd be like, goodbye. <laughs> You're this is not cool. A creep. Yeah, she was just kind of like, oh, oh, what's happening? And I'd be like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> oh. You've joined a cult and I don't like that. That's that's exactly what it is. You've joined a cult. Like yeah. I'm out. You've joined a cult. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Where did the spider club even come from? That's another question. I the have a lot of club. questions. Yeah, the spider club. What was up with that? I don't know, but I like to think that it was spelled spider with a Y. It absolutely was. Okay, okay. I mean, there's no evidence for that in the episode, but it absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like how there were actual spider webs painted on the walls. Yeah, like shitty ones, though. Like, yeah. like cartoon Spider-Man, like, as he's blasting them out of his wrists on the wall. Yeah, but, like, on Halloween, so it's not even good. Yeah, it's not good. It, oh. It wasn't Halloween. It didn't make any sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I listen. I don't remember a lot of what went down. So as I read through this, it's going to be new and fascinating. And we're just going to have to go with it. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm I just having like table. recovered memories of this episode. Like when you were talking about the spider, like I'm I'm actively recovering memories from this. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was so bad listen this show is just so bad this show is something else then again the ending had some delightful moments okay sorry let's get into it yeah yeah yeah. okay okay i'm excited to get to the ending for more than one reason okay (laughs) so this episode you can already tell what it's going to be like because it is titled not my problem this bodes well. What if um, we just quit now and we're like, you're right, this episode is not my problem. Let's not record it. <laughs> Bye. Welcome to 20 minutes of us talking about how we set up our profiles on Disney+. Plus. We're outie. <laughs> like Jake, we just got too much other shit to do and we have to abscond <laughs> from this responsibility. <laughs> Listen, this isn't my problem anymore. I'm just a teen. I'm not recording this podcast anymore. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Oh, yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay, but okay, before we get into this, I want to play a game. And unfortunately, I don't have any alcohol with me because this would be a great drinking game. Should we get some? I got a fridge full of Trulies. I'm ready to rage. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I also have other porters that I actually like. (laughs) But like, it just seemed like the time to do a light alcohol. I don't know. Players, 
players along at home. You can play too. You, you can listen along and play with us in the space. Oh, my most hated Travis segment, play along at home, but all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's good because this note will get back to the McElroys because we're actively fighting with them. So That's true. It's good. Okay. It's okay. Good. They yep. should know I hate that segment. Okay. <laughs> so the game is we have to count how many times people are having a conversation and then the very person they're talking about shows up inexplicably and says, hey guys, what's up? And what are you guys talking about? Isn't it all? Isn't the answer to this all? You know, this is another reason why I chose not to drink because this is the entire fucking episode and I don't want to die today. I feel like I just won the game. (laughs) (laughs) We can count or we can just leave the joke at at that because holy shit. I don't know if I can count that high is the problem. Yeah, I only know a few numbers. I only know seven numbers. (laughs) And they're not in order. (laughs) And one of them is seven, apparently. One of them is seven. Also, 24 is in there. Oh. Inexplicably, not two or four. But 24. But 24 is one I know, and also seven. Is it because of the hit TV show 24 with Kiefer Sutherland? (laughs) No, but my mom went to school with Kiefer Sutherland. (gasps) Did she really? She did, high school. Did she date him? No. No, okay. he was older and much too cool. Okay, 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 okay. Kiefer Sutherland could have been your dad, though. Like, think about that for a minute. Is he a, a good dude? I don't know much about Kiefer Sutherland other than that one fact. Is he a good dude? Like, would I like him as a dad? I don't know much about him, um, but he did play a vampire in The Lost Boys with a mullet. That's pretty cool. This, Yeah, I think he rode a motorcycle. Um, and his father is Coriolanus Snow, a.k.a. Donald Sutherland. And that's okay. all I know. <laughs> I don't know his political affiliations or his history with women or anything that is probably good to know. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he, from the little we know, he seems like an okay dad. Yeah. I mean, he'd probably not be around much if he's an actor and he's constantly shooting movies, but he probably could have gotten you into the biz. Yeah, but like, I I don't need him to be around. I can entertain myself. Okay, well, then. I'm very into like reading, hanging out. (laughs) Riding a pony. Dad. Riding a pony. I don't need a dad. I don't need a dad, Kiefer. You're not my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Back off, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me when to go to bed. You don't know me? You don't know how much milk I like in my cereal? Oh, no. I know the answer. It's none. It's none. <laughs> I can be your dad. Can I be your dad? Yeah. Please Yay! be Yay! I'm your dad now. This is great. Thank you. <sighs> this has gone well. Okay. We got there. We got there. <laughs> I don't know where that is, but we are there Except now. So you're my dad now. Yay! Such a proud father. Thank you. Okay. That's all you- that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry we can continue. I'm so so sorry. I'm sorry to our entire audience at this point. <laughs> oh. Oh. Alright. I'm gonna talk about the episode now. Thank you. Okay, are you ready, daughter? I'm ready. Thanks, okay. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Daddy! <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to school. We go to school. We're open at school. 
Um, Jake uh, gets to his locker, and the locker has a note stuck in it. He pulls out the note. We don't get to see what it is, because he almost immediately crumples it and says, Great! And then Marco shows up and tells him he's going to kick his butt in a video game. And Jake's like, No, I have too much homework. Not tonight. And Marco's like, Do your homework later. And Jake is like, Bitch, please. Um, And then Rachel shows up, and she's like, Jake, I need your help with something. And Jake says he can't. Rachel says he has to. And Marco says, yeah, Jake, you're always telling us we have no choice. And Jake's like, not tonight! And he storms away down the hall. I wonder what Rachel needed help with. Yeah. Yeah. Me fucking too. (laughs) (laughs) I also wonder what that note said. (laughs) I I assume they're connected. But the fact that, like, this is what I'm talking about with the dialogue. It's like, it would have taken no time or effort at all for Rachel to be like, hey, Jake, can you help me with the project or can you help me with this morph thing that i'm trying to do right would have taken no time at all but instead it's just like oh we need to establish that jake is too busy to spend time with his friends and he's spread thin like butter over too much bread but we don't want to bother coming up with why that makes sense narratively like you know sometimes the plot just really gets in the way of the dialogue and they were just (laughs) trying some stuff out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were just trying to hang out and play in the space <laughs> they, were, they were just shooting out shit that people would say like you know i need help no why not uh like you know it's like a yes and experience with no real direction <laughs> you have to help me no i don't yeah you do okay i guess you don't <laughs> that actually would have been way fucking funnier she walked up to jake and was like you need to help me. And he was like, no, I don't. She's like, all right, no, you don't. And then I walked mean, away. <laughs> well, you got me there. Got Bye. me there. <laughs> That's the fine print. See ya. God. Well, yeah, Jake's too busy to help his friends. Sure. Or, or play all? with them. Yes. We're all fucking busy, Jake. Yeah, Jake. God. You're not even, you don't even pay taxes yet. You're just a teen boy. <laughs> you don't even know what it's like to file a W-2, you asshole. Yeah, you don't have a job. <laughs> Your dad's a doctor and your mom's something. She does things, probably. Yeah. She's a career lady. She at least bought groceries. <laughs> she mom's always throwing the fruit around the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, there's no groceries when Jake goes home into his house and he calls for his mommy and, and he's like, do you have anything for me to eat, mommy? Cause Mommy, I need oatmeal. How old are you, young man? <laughs> Make your own yeah, damn like, sandwich, Jake. You can reach all the shelves, my dude. Make your own <laughs> fucking food. <laughs> God, yes. Also, that wallpaper in the house is... Atrocious. A lot. Yes. It's god-awful. You know, you know how, like... They have people to design sets and costumes, and sometimes they're like, oh, like, I really want this this particular pattern to draw the person's eye to whatever the pattern is adhered to. Or yes. maybe I want to dress this person in, like, neutral tones so that we look at something that's not their shirt. Right. They didn't have that person for this TV show because they picked <laughs> that fucking wallpaper and that's all I can fucking see. 
I'm not going to lie. Now that you say it, I can picture the entire scene happening, but only from the perspective of the walls. I have no idea what Jake was doing when he walked in, what he had on him. I remember hearing the the dialogue and just seeing that fucking wallpaper. That wallpaper, it haunts me. Oh, it was truly awful. Oh. Yeah, like my kitchen growing up was not the greatest, like in terms of decor, but it wasn't that bad. I know that yeah. now. It wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. I've been in some hideous kitchens, but none were as hideous <laughs> as that. It's the worst kitchen I've ever seen. I wonder if anybody else ever bought that wallpaper other than this particular set. Like in the world. Like they somebody produced this wallpaper and this was like their one sale yeah. of this wallpaper. Yeah. And only because they put it on super duper 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 discount and the show has yeah. no budget. So they were like, oh, $1 wallpaper? Mine! Right. If we can get 30 rolls of this for <laughs> 20 bucks? Fuck yes! Buy it all! <laughs> uh, yep. <sighs> Absolutely. I think that's what happened. All right. So Jake needs his mommy to make him a snack, apparently. Um... <laughs> He's fucking digging through the fridge and his narration is playing over about there's Yorks in his own home and it's really tough to relax. He's just too fucking busy to relax. Um, and that's when Tom appears and apparently throws an orange at Jake. We don't actually see him catch it. It's just like a fast blur and it's in his hand. And mm-hmm. I guess there would have been too many takes to try and get him to catch the thing. I don't know. I'm trying to think what show it was where... There's something with Amy Poehler in it, I'm pretty sure, like Tina Fey. I think it was 30 Rock. They were, like, trying to throw, like, something and at Tina Fey, and it was, like, hitting her in the face, and the guy was like, oh, shit, she's gonna be so pissed at me, I hit her in the eye on accident. <laughs> anyway, that's just a anecdote that I remembered in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they didn't let him throw the orange, they didn't want him to bean Sean in the face. I just liked how you annotated this. Anyways, this is an anecdote. Moving right along. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's great. I'm in a strange headspace at the moment, apparently. This has been a joke. Please continue. Oh, man. Seriously, though, if 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 Tom were throwing that, I would want him to, like, really just, like, throw it at Jake with the intention of, like, giving him a bruise and hurting him. Because, like, I feel like that's a very older brother thing to do. Oh, absolutely. Just fucking. And, like, I think oranges, symbol. though, famously don't leave bruises. Oh, really? Thing? Oh, it does all the shock absorbing go into the peel or some shit? I thought so. I thought that was like a thing that this is going to go into some problematic space. <laughs> um, I thought that was a thing that people used to do in like abusive situations is put like their oranges in a sock and like beat somebody. What the they didn't fuck? leave evidence. Oh, I was going to make a joke about how we should like throw oranges at people we don't like to see what happens, you know, kind of like making dogs and wolves fight each other and and knocking children out and seeing how long it takes them to come to. But, wow, that's dark. Okay, I'll have to look that I, up. I Here's thought it would, I could be wrong. Maybe it's not a thing. I don't know. I've heard of, like, coins in a sock. That, that could be something. Maybe it's the sock as opposed to the orange that is the necessary thing. Maybe just don't hit people with things, generally. Just don't, just don't. Don't do these things to people. <laughs> Please don't throw an orange at your sibling to see if it leaves a bruise. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, I'll someone could throw an orange at me to test this out, but then that's it. We're just testing this out. And then I'll let you know the results and we can call it good. But I have agreed to it. I've consented to being hit with an orange. <laughs> um, yeah. So that happens. Um, yeah. And that's when Tom asks what's going on. And Jake says he's listening to music, even though there is no music anywhere. Sure. Whatever, Jake. Good, good lie there. Um, Tom makes a joke about how homework can wait and then proceeds to drink milk right out of the carton because this is the 90s. Also, I think he was really trying to cultivate a bad boy persona that he doesn't have in the normal timeline. Yeah. This is is my moment to shine as the kind of street urchin I've always wanted to be. That's very true. Because only bad boys drink milk straight out of the cartons. That's what I've heard. Yeah. (laughs) Word on the street. I mean, I'll I'll do that if there's only like a little bit left and I'm trying to like like posture at Matt or something. So yeah, I guess that, that checks out. I mean that's there's only one way to join the Leche Boys gang, and it is that. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh god. <laughs> it reminds me of that SpongeBob episode where they had to prove how tough oh, yeah. they are to get into the yes. bar. I eat nails for breakfast. So, with no milk, <gasps> let him in. <laughs> I love that. That's one of the only things I remember about Spongebob. Uh, <laughs> then Jake asks if mom is around. Tom says no, and he's going to go shoot some hoops, and Jake should play. And then these three fucking dudes appear out of nowhere and surround Jake very menacingly. And, like, get up in his face and tell them that he needs to play because they need four. What the fuck is happening? Where did these men come from? And where do they go after this? And why is Jake's mom not disturbed when she walks in on these three tank-topped boys who are... Oh, my God. Like, it's just so weird. Yes! Yes! Because, like, Tom starts, like... Like taunting him, and then and then and then his parents show up, and they're just kind of like, "Oh, hey guys, what's up?" Like there aren't like five teenagers in their fucking kitchen right now, like right, like all surrounding their youngest son. Like I don't yeah. know if they don't have the parenting instinct, but like if you walk <laughs> into the room and the smallest youngest boy child or girl child is surrounded by much larger older teens, yeah. I'm gonna go. What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, some shit's about to go down. Yeah! I mean, to be fair, Jake's dad looked mildly perturbed, but... Yeah, they didn't really do shit. They just kind of walked in and were like, oh, this seems normal. Boys, would you like a bread and another (laughs) cliched item that we put in grocery bags? Would you like a bread? (laughs) A whole loaf, just for you. We have a long baguette. Would you like to eat it? <laughs> Perfect. That's the greatest. I've lost my place. <laughs> um, yeah, so then the parents show up, and then I don't know where the boys go, but the camera zooms in on Jake. He looks exasperated. And then we cut to him going into his room and he throws the door open and he says, I can't do this anymore. I quit. And I'm like, what was the tipping point for you? I mean, honestly, 
I would like to say that this was wrong, but this is what I do every day. It's just, it's in your head. You walk, you open a door and it's like, suddenly there's like, you have something in your hand, there's momentum, you're entering a new room and it feels like the moment to declare something. And sometimes it's just, I can't fucking do this anymore. Oh no. Like I get, that one I got. I was like, all right, yeah. Okay. Same. I was just like... <laughs> Are you mad that your brother made fun of you and his friends tried to bully you and then your parents... Like, I I, I lost the, tr- the trail somewhere. <laughs> it's just that sometimes you get... You climb up onto this emotional precipice and you look down and you're like, there's no good way to get down from this emotional state that I've gotten myself into. <laughs> and, like, you just have to live there for a while. Okay. And that's the whole... That's all of it. That's the whole thing. Oh, all right. It didn't make any sense. I mean, I, I I resonated with it, but like it from a narrative perspective, it made no sense at all. Yeah, I just maybe if if Jake had established that he like stepped in dog poo and he just had like the worst day ever, but all that I really gathered was that he was just a little bit you know, slammed right now, and then his brother was mean to him, and now he wants to quit the Animorphs. You know what would have been a much better way to do all of this? What? If Jake was walking down the hallway, and he seemed fine, like he was having an okay day, and then one by one, each of the Animorphs had a short dialogue with him, asking him to do something, or telling him something that was wrong, and then like... As he was walking home, Tobias also accosted him, and then it was like, maybe something else happened from Axe, and so he's in a state when he gets into his house, and then Tom, like, comes yes. in and does that shit with the boys, and, like, that, he finally is just like, I can't fucking take it anymore. Yeah, that would have been fucking great. It would, it, that is a good idea. Too bad there's not any of those on this TV show. Because, like, I'm trying to think about in the books when we had various Animorphs quitting the team. It was mostly Cassie, I think. But, like, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't want to do this because my dad will have to cry over my corpse. Or, oh, I just (laughs) turned into a fucking dinosaur and, like, ravaged a Horkbajir to death and I'm turning into a monster and I fucking quit. And Jake's just like, oh, I have homework to do. I can't be an Animorph anymore. I just, I have so much homework to do and I can't. It's really hard for me right now. Nobody understands. I just don't understand the difference between a triangle and a circle. Life (laughs) is just really hard for me right now. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm like, and I'm like, Jake, Jake. Rachel has gymnastics and two younger sisters and schoolwork and animorphs and like calm down my dude. I mean, listen, we just can't all be as strong as women, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And we shouldn't compare our woes to other people because all woes are legitimate. Every, every animorph is going through a secret struggle. You know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. This is all fine for real life, but this is a TV show and you should really fucking show me what the issue is. Because this isn't real life. It's a fucking TV show. Oh my god. I've lost it. I've officially lost it. Oh, I'm so sorry for everything. It's not your fault. Well, 
<laughs> Luckily for Jake, the fucking Elemist is here. And he's ready to make this all go away. Because he's a genie. He's a genie in a bottle. And this was the first time Scott actually spoke during this episode that we were watching. <laughs> and he said, oh my god, Obi-Wan Kenobi's back. <laughs> it's true. Yep. Here he is. <laughs> we couldn't shell out the, the budget for him to appear in, in the episode where it would have made sense. A.K.A. the, the Tobias and Axe episode, but... It's, but here he is now. And it's not like Jake could have like gone to bed that night and had a dream that he had never received this power and met Elfangor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. That makes a lot more sense than what happened now you say it out loud. <laughs> so at this point, it's the intro credits. We just got to the fucking... It's been 45 minutes. Yep. 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 Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. We have a mountain to climb before we get to the eye battle. (laughs) The best part of the show. The best part of the show. The only part of the show I want to talk about. The eye battle. All right. All right. That's not true. There's other shit I want to talk about, but still. All right. Let's kick it into higher gear. Power! Okay. So the Elemis is here. And Jake immediately launches into, there's no escape from this, is there? And to... Tobias, what the fuck? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Elemist is like, oh, no, you can totally opt out if you want, by the way. And and Jake's like, I can't care of the fate of the world's on my shoulders. I'm just a teenage boy. And he's just whining. And the Elemist is like, I can't change the Yerks invading your world. Jake's like, that's fine. Just make me not responsible for this. And Yeah, Jake would never fucking say that in a million years. <sighs> Yeah. Sorry. No, Sorry. he would. Yeah, you're jokes. absolutely right. Yeah. Just whatever. Um, Elmas is like, what about your friends? This will affect them too. Jake's like, I can't speak for them. Just make me normal again. And Elmas is like, okay, wish granted, bitch. <laughs> and we get some cool lighting effects and flash of light. And now we're outside Jake's house and Jake's normal now, I guess. Yay. Huzzah. Yay! He fixes himself some wacky wheat and rice cereal and using the milk that Tom drank out of yesterday. Gross. Don't do that. Ew. Yeah! Same carton. It's not, not recommended. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. He saw him do it too. It's not like he didn't know. Maybe in this timeline Tom didn't do that, but I'm assuming he did and that he does this all the fucking time and doesn't tell anyone. Gross! He is a boy in the 90s. That's probably exactly what happened. He's a bad boy in the 90s. Bad boy. He's a bad boy. Leche gang boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, here's another instance where the dialogue just kind of fucked with my head. Um, Jake's parents come into the kitchen and they're talking shit like, yeah, he's acting weird. We should limit his after-school activities, and we should talk to him, and I don't know what to say, blah, blah, blah. And Jake stands up and is like, I'm worried about him, too. And I'm like, how on earth do you know they're talking about Tom and not you, idiot? And how are we supposed to know that? <laughs> That's they- a very good question. Because, <laughs> like, Jake's-, Jake's around the wall. Like, his parents don't know he's there. Yeah. And they don't say a name. I guess Jake doesn't have any after-school activities, so maybe that's true. That... He didn't make the team. Yeah, he didn't make the team. 
No, they, that detail gave it away. Mm. Just okay, well, my argument. <laughs> Your argument just crumbled. <laughs> it did. <laughs> this writing is actually brilliant. I just didn't. Like so many other things in a TV show, it really holds up to our scrutiny. Oh, God. <laughs> so Jake offers to talk to him. And conveniently, Tom walks into the house and he's like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? What are you talking about? Talk to who? <laughs> so everybody take a drink. Yep. Um, and Jake says some lie like, oh, my geometry teacher, because I'm dumb as hell. And yeah, it, I can't tell the difference between an isosceles triangle and a ping pong ball. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, Jake. And he like you make it out of kindergarten. <laughs> he couldn't put the triangular shaped peg in the round hole. <laughs> but they were like, "Oh, we feel bad for him." <laughs> well, he'll we'll let you graduate, son. Pat oh, on the head. Dear God. <sighs> I love this like look that he shares with his parents. Like they're like winking at each other, like, "Oh, <laughs> it's our little secret." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is a very cheerful intervention you're doing, guys." <laughs> Tom continues to be like a smug asshole and he offers to like tutor Jake because he's so cool and smart and whatever. Um, and, and then their mom starts asking Tom if he's doing anything tonight because they have a tickets to a concert thing and Tom rudely cuts across her and he's like, sorry, mom, I got a sharing hangout to go to. If I was his mom, I'd be like, yeah, well, we paid good money for these tickets. So you can fuck right off. You're not going to that. But, like, I couldn't tell if she was inviting him or if she was saying, like, oh, can you, like, like stay in house sit while your dad and I go? She was just like, oh, we just got these tickets. And then he was just like, no, fuck you. <laughs> this is what <laughs> I mean about the amazing. dialogue. What? Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but it would have been amazing if his mom, like, dunked on him. Like, well, I wasn't fucking inviting you. So. I would have loved that. It would have been amazing. Yeah. But they just, like, roll along with the conversation. Like, oh, yeah, that's the sharing meeting. Oh, you should take your brother along. And it's just... <laughs> you should take your little brother to the sharing. They a uh, little party together. Yeah, spend some quality time. I think your after-school activities are a problem, so you should take your little brother with you. I heard there's plenty of girls at the sharing. <laughs> Would you like some bread? <laughs> <laughs> All better dialogue than what was in the show. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my my pile of shirts to design. (laughs) Have a bread. Have a bread. Animorphs Anonymous. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Okay. I really want to talk about this next scene because it threw me for a loop in many ways. Okay. So now we're outside of the school and kids are walking into the building. We see Christopher, 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 Christopher. And he's creeping around and he's following Rachel and he looks like he wants to talk to her. But Jake calls her name and then he passes Tobias and he gets like very aggressively in his face as he passes. And it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) What the fuck was that fronting? It's a very dangerous move to do to the pebble. (laughs) The greatest wrestler of all time. God. Shit. I don't know how to play with that. <laughs> Let's just bypass it. It wasn't great. <laughs> I appreciated it. Thank you. All right. 
Um, so Jake catches up with Rachel and he's like, that weird kid Tobias is following you again. And her response is jealous. And I really hope she meant is Jake jealous that Tobias is following Rachel and not him because otherwise you are cousins. Like, what is that supposed to mean? Listen, 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 the shipping is getting out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Robias, fine. Marcelcho, whatever, however you say it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But we can't, we can't play in this space anymore, kids. We got to cut it at Jake and Rachel because that is just genetically not a good idea. Yes. Yes. It's, it's not, it's not good. It's not. This is not, not good. We don't, we don't endorse this here at Animorphs Anonymous. If I'm being fair, I'm very much Rachel Tobias, and I don't endorse anything else, but I respect Jeff as a person, <laughs> and I understand why he likes Rachel and Marco together, but honestly, I can't go past that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not at a point in my life where I can accept other relationships. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was... That was slightly upsetting to me. Like, again, it could have been like, oh, maybe Jake has a crush on Tobias and wishes Tobias would follow him. That's fine. I assume that's not what it was because it was the 90s mainstream TV show. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That would have been way too progressive. Right. So I assumed it wasn't that based on the context of the show. But the other option is troubling and I don't like it. Let's go with the option we like. Let's just have a choose your own adventure thing (laughs) going on here. I choose that one. Jake and Tobias is an acceptable ship. Yeah. Like, you know what? Jake goes, Jake just swings whatever way the wind's blowing. Whatever he's feeling. That's Don't fine. fucking shame him for that That's shit. That's fine. Yeah. Rachel said Tobias was cute. Jake probably said Tobias was cute. We're all into it. Aww. Yeah, that's right. That's adorable now. It's adorable. Hell. God. God. That's why he had to get so intimidating because Jake was afraid because he has a crush on Tobias. And so he had to act like... I'm really tough. Don't fuck with me because otherwise he'd reveal his true feelings of love. Yeah, because everyone knows you're mean to the person you like. In grade school, yeah, apparently (laughs) that's a thing. Oh, God. (laughs) We would hope Jake would be more mature as the leader of the the only guerrilla fighting force to save the free world. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to be childish. Yeah, because... Obviously, he he has proven that he can't make his own sandwich. He needs his mommy to do it for him. So I I hold nothing (laughs) sacred anymore. Maybe he was trying to go for like a smoldering look to attract him and just missed. Oh, it's like a TV shows when like the hot person passes you and like it's in slow motion and like there's fans blowing and shit and like like super massive black hole by Muse is playing. And he was trying to do a soap take. It was a reference to the Axe Cow book. We figured it out. Ah. Oh, okay. I like this. I like this. Oh, we've created a good thing. We made something beautiful out of a nightmare. We took the burnt, crisp (laughs) remains of the nachos you were trying to make and scraped off the charcoal layer and handed you the shitty underneath part and said, here you go. You could probably eat this. (laughs) Have this dubious food. (laughs) Have this food that's not going to be good, but it may be edible. Oh, my God. God, I always get on this podcast and we say these things and I start laughing and then I feel sick from laughing so much. 
Like, my stomach is jumping around so much that I'm physically <laughs> nauseous. Okay. All right. Let's, let's move along. Okay. We, we salvaged something from that shipwreck. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to move on to the next bounty. Um, <laughs> so Jake starts telling her about the sharing party, and he's like, you should come along. She asks who else is coming. Jake completely ignores her, checks his watts, and starts griping about how Chapman has to see him. And she's like, what for? And he's like, I don't know. You should bring Cassie. And she's like, maybe. And then he runs off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, sure, that's a dialogue you could have, I guess. That's that's some sentences you said. Those are words. They are put together in some order. God, do you remember the completely disjointed conversation in like episode two after they did the get the disc back thing like i know where they're like talking over each other and if it could be a weapon and yeah that shit like that's that's what i thought of i'm like man the writing just went right back to that disjointed nonsensical like i asked a question and then like i took this conversation (laughs) in a completely different track for no reason Uh uh-huh god yeah so they have the writer from episode two back i guess I guess. Mm. Wasn't a fan. Okay. But now we are outside Chapman's office. Chapman's back. I mean, I think he was back last episode, but. But now he's, he's really back. He's back in his, his prime. He's in his school. He's in his territory on his home turf. Mm -hmm. He's ready to discuss things with Jake. Um, Sure. We don't get to find out what that is, though, because Jake goes to close the door to the office and he catches Tobias creeping outside. Tobias is trying to act casual. As soon as the door closes, he looks up slowly. Very suspicious. Very sus. Super sus. Super sus. Um, And then now we're in chemistry class and kids are pouring Kool-Aid and Jello into beakers. And (laughs) Rachel says if she has to do one more experiment, she's going to have a meltdown. And I laughed. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, I, I was mad that no one else acknowledged the pun i i would love to say that i caught all of this but i'm going to be completely honest with you i missed all of the dialogue in this scene because scott seeing them in chemistry class said what are they doing none of them are wearing lab coats somebody just sniffed chemicals oh my god and then they take off their goggles right after this and scott's like didn't they see the blind lady in the eyewash station like he just went on and on about how nobody was following safety protocol so i have no clue what happens in this scene at all oh man i didn't even think of that way to go scott from the get-go, just lost it on them all. I mean, to be fair, they're working with food-colored water. So I don't think the risk is that high. But yes, generally, he is Never correct. Know. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Scott. There was Scott. some sort of chemical reaction in the beaker that Tobias poured dubious liquid into. <laughs> that was... Oh, it was probably, like, cherry cola and they poured it into some, like, baking soda or some <laughs> shit to make it bubble. There's, like, a quarter Mentos in there yeah. and like, eh, we just need a little reaction. Yeah, we need something cheap and not super smart. So, yeah, Rachel's bitching about having to do chemistry and Tobias is like, there are worse things in life. And she's like, like, what? And he's like, you know, things. And she's like, okay, but tell me, though. And 
Tobias puts the shit down and he starts asking Rachel if she thinks people are acting weird lately. And then there's some random girl in the class and he like throws her under the bus saying she used to be like this fucking annoying person and now she's so stiff. And I'm like, why do you have to like attack some random girl like this, Tobias? Also, like, if the girl was super annoying and now she's not, like, how is it even worth mentioning? Yeah, like, this is a very not great example. What did the girl do to annoy Tobias of all people? I don't know. Maybe she knocked his books to the ground and didn't help him pick him up. She mean <laughs> it? It was that girl. It was that girl. Maybe she just was talking shit about birds and he got really upset. Yeah, because he likes birds. He fucking loves birds. And she was like, you know, I think that pigeons and seagulls are the best birds. And Tobias is like, those are just rats with wings. And she's like, no, they're my favorite. I like duck butts. No, they're stupid. (laughs) I like the way they waddle. It's adorable. And I think they're better than hawks. (laughs) It's very specific. Hawk dunks. A very, t- it was very specific too because Tobias in this timeline is not stuck as a hawk. So it's like, why he would he even get mad? He doesn't even fucking turn into a hawk during any of his morphing. Like, no, he doesn't. He probably doesn't even have a hawk morph in this timeline. Like, but he's still mad. He's still like, animals are cool. Shut up, Janet. You've never felt the air of a thermal lift you from the ground. You wouldn't know. Fly away, sweet bird of prey. <laughs> I do feel bad for trashing that artist now that we know it. Yeah. Someone's favorite artist. I'm sorry. I can't remember who posted it on the Discord, but they're like, this person's actually a really good songwriter, singer. And I'm like, I like listening to their other shit. I'm like, yeah, never in a million years would I have thought this is the same person. I just try to collect a paycheck. It's fine. <laughs> They're like, your budget's fifty dollars. Sure, I'll throw some shit your way. <laughs> Fuck off. I respect oh. that. Get your coin. I do too. You know what? If you can make fifty bucks and write somebody a shitty song and they can't say boo at you, fuck yeah, make that fifty dollars. Valid. Fuck those assholes. That's 50 Canadian dollars. That's like 20 American dollars. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. No. American. Especially in the 90s, the American dollar was much stronger. Gotcha. Now it's not quite as yeah. big of a rift, but you yeah. know. You know what? Yeah. Bunch of shit's bad. And it's fine. <laughs> it's not, but it is. I don't know. Okay. You know. Um. Yeah, so he disses some random girl for no reason. And Rachel's like, maybe she got grounded by her parents. And Tobias is like, it wasn't her parents that turned her around. Rachel's like, how the fuck do you know? And then Tobias is like, never mind. It's all too grim. Besides, it would put you in danger. Everyone's in danger. And she's like, from what? Terrorists or the ozone layer? And he's like, you wouldn't believe me. And it's like, if some jerk was talking to me like this i would just like give up i'd be like okay you're being cryptic and i don't i'm not gonna waste my breath on you you're being obnoxious tobias yeah like even if i had a crush on them which i think is the implication of why rachel continued to talk to him and listen to him like even if i had a crush on them i'd be like you know what maybe i should make better choices (laughs) (laughs) i'm not looking forward to like potentially more of this kind of conversation so i'm gonna like yeah. Just dab out. Like, what's our future? Like, if we started dating, <laughs> this is the intro level conversations. Yeah. Are you- what happens when I have to spend more time with this person? God. Yeah. It was 
I was annoyed by it. Like, they were trying to play it off like playful banter, I think. But I was just like, ugh, get out of there, Rachel. <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> he does suck. I mean, I'm sorry. I love Tobias. Yeah. But, like, in this episode, I was like, man, he sucks. Yeah. He really sucks. Sucks, man. He really sucks. And I fucking, I love Tobias. I like, too. he's he's up there. He's right up there. But, like, God, he sucked in this episode. <laughs> he's literally up there. He's flying. He's a bird. <laughs> He's miles above the crust of the earth. <laughs> and yet in this episode, uh, he is grounded. He is at the level of dirt. <laughs> he's so a annoying. piece of shit. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but oh, yeah, sorry. fuck it. He's a far. piece of shit. I went too far. <laughs> no, I liked it. Uh. I like the scorched earth policy you're going with. <laughs> fuck him. No middle ground. No metal no sliders ground. here. Their sucks uh, or it's great. No turning back. No, no backing, backing down. down. He's a piece of shit. Well, apparently Rachel's not as annoyed by this. She's talking to Cassie and laughing about how Tobias thinks her slugs living in people's heads. And he's fucking crazy. That dude's off off the hook crazy, man. He's, he's nuts. But it's fine because he's so cute. Like... Like, I don't think there's a level of cuteness that could bring me back from being that annoyed at that conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting how Cassie was the one who said Tobias was cute and Rachel agreed, though. So it's like, oh. I totally read that as Rachel had told Cassie that Rachel thinks Tobias is cute and Cassie was parroting back like, oh, like sure. you think he's cute? Like, that's how I read it okay. more than Cassie, like, gossiping about how cute he was. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know if that's the intention of the scene. That's just what I <laughs> no, that's, chose that's to fair. believe. That's fair. I created another narrative that I want to buy into. I like that <laughs> narrative. It's terrible. Everybody knows that. Cassie loves Jake and only Jake. Yes. And Rodney? <laughs> Who's the oh. other guy she ends up dating? At oh, at the end? Oh, and Yami. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I mm. forgot about Yami. Mm-hmm. What was his dog's name again? Uh, Jolly? No. I'm thinking of Hunterback of Notre Dame, the goat's name. <laughs> Jala, Jala. It was something like Jala. that. I think it was Jala, I think. T- yeah, TJ, TJ, Allah. T- God yeah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T-J-A-L-A, Jala. T'Challa. Wakanda. Oh, it was a C-H? No, 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 no. I was just saying T'Challa from Black Panther. That's not even the same fucking thing. Anyway... What have we done? Cassie thinks many boys are cute based on the history that we have. Yeah, maybe she did think he was cute then. Maybe everything I said was a fucking lie. Maybe. Well, I mean, Cassie can certainly acknowledge other boys are cute and still want to. Yeah, you're not you're not like a slut for thinking more than one person is attractive. That's not how the fucking world works. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. God. Us. God, I wish we were fucking nicer and more fair as people and accepting. I just, I'm fucking sick of us. God, Casey, stop stop shaming women. God, beautiful women like Nadia being so rude to them. Anyway. Well, well, they decide that he can believe whatever he wants. He's not hurting anybody. And Rachel invites Cassie to the sharing party and that she indicates that Jake will be there and kind of like nudges her and friendship. It's great. And then we get a fucking 
pointless scene where Jake is playing hoops ball with Tom and they're they're talking smack and broing out but then then their dad like breaks in in his business suit and he shoots a two-pointer and he brags about it and then promptly leaves and I did like that but like I forgot this scene entirely it didn't matter it didn't fucking matter like because then Jake starts trying to talk to Tom about college and Tom's like just a smug asshole and he's like i'm not worried about it and then he goes into the house and that's the end of the scene it's like why did we need this though we didn't they just needed they were like they put that together the cut of the episode and they're like oh shit we're like 30 seconds short let's add in a scene with with these guys playing basketballs i don't know like was it supposed to be like oh now that the elemis has restored the timeline like jake's living out a dream where he's close to tom again maybe maybe i don't know I don't know why I'm making excuses for these fucking assholes that wrote this. Because, <laughs> again, we know nothing and we're just left with speculation. <laughs> All we can do is wildly guess at their intention. Again, if you worked on the show or know someone that worked on the show, add us. Anonymousanimorphs yeah. at gmail.com. Tell us what happened. Please, for the love of God, I sit on the email account refreshing every 10 <laughs> seconds waiting for one of you to write me. <laughs> Oh, God. So upset. Yeah. It's all your fault, audience. I know. No, no not you. Me. No. <laughs> no. I know it is. No, no, no. My bad. No. All right, let's go to the fucking Spider Club. Oh, thank God. I love the Spider Club. Yay! It's the best club. It's got, like, yep. two fucking tables, and everything else is pushed up against the wall and, and discarded in the darkness, and... There's, like, fucking glow paint and shit. I don't know. This place sucks. <laughs> Was this what those teen Hank sent? Okay, let me preface this by saying, listen, in high school, I was way too fucking cool to go to all these places. I wore trip pants. You can <laughs> I had a glow stick was, necklace. I, I had a glow stick necklace. Was this what... I wore fishnets on, like, an almost daily basis. Anyways, what what... Is this what those teen centers were? Because this is what I imagine the teen centers were. Like, the ones where, like, after school you could go hang out until, like, 5 p.m. or whatever. I mean... I guess the only teen center I ever went to was, like, a YMCA. For, like, a teen after school situation. Because otherwise it's, like, have a church group sort of thing. And I feel like this wouldn't be, like, a church... Sort of. This yeah no there's no way this is too sinful. Jesus lovers are coming up with spiders. <laughs> no. um, Jesus hated spiders. <laughs> spiders are the devil's <laughs> arachnid. <laughs> spiders are the devil's arachnid. As if there's more arachnids than just spiders. What's tarantulas are okay. Spiders not so much. <laughs> I need that t-shirt too, please. Okay. Spiders are the devil's around. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, I guess, aren't lobsters also erected? This doesn't, oh, oh my, my god. god, abort, abort, abort. Oh. Back to the episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is a 10 minute conversation about what's an arachnid. <laughs> are lobsters an arachnid? Yeah. Shrimp, baby. I don't know. Oh man, krill. No, are they? Uh, uh, oh God, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to look it up now. 
Look it up. Uh, fuck, uh, it. fuck it. Google it shit it. with Casey and Alex. And Alex. We're Googling shit Doing stuff when we're supposed parts. to be talking about other things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> lobster. I know they live for many years. Oh, hundreds. Thousands. They are crustaceans. Okay. So what? Th- there's some sort of sea arachnid. <laughs> sea arachnid. Let's look. Uh, Am I just thinking of a spider crab? Like, have I lost it? Uh, arachnids are an arthropod group that includes spiders, daddy long legs, scorpions, mites, and ticks. Ticks are also in the devil area, by the way. Uh, yeah, ticks. Ticks are mostly scorpions. I think are cool. Yeah, but I guess they could be in the devil area. I don't really know. Yeah, daddy have long legs. Daddy long legs, though, angelic as fuck. Yeah, they are. They're good. They're great. They're wonderful. And, like, I also like spiders, so. But I'll, I accept <laughs> a lot of people don't. This is really. <laughs> this is what's selling it. This is what's making the podcast oh my God. the uh, pinnacle of quality Fucking, that we really are struggling. This is what people for. come here for. This is what. This is what gets them going. Yep. <laughs> God, help me. Fuck, <laughs> man. Mm. There are people that like like this podcast. There are people like, that willingly listen to us. Yeah. There's like, I mean, I wouldn't say like a lot of people like in the grand scheme of things, but there's like there's a good number of people that come to listen to this podcast on a weekly yeah. or so basis. Yeah. Some people listen to these one after the other and like just a binge listen. Yeah. And our conversation right now is are there sea arachnids <laughs> and are spiders of the devil and in the arachnid group, which ones are of the devil? Like, we are sorting is... the arachnids into the We're... heaven and hell where they belong. We should be talking about Sean Ashmore and Christopher, 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 Christopher. And instead we're like, let's talk about where spiders go. I mean, I feel like in the premise of our podcast, we said that this may happen. We warned them. And I think, I think, I think, at least in my opinion, I thought, like, at the beginning of this podcast, I was like, okay, like, we might do this, but, like, eventually we'll get better at podcasting and we'll stop, like, talking about things that don't no. pertain to what we're talking about. But uh-huh. no. In fact, I would say we- anything, we've got more. Yes. <laughs> I still haven't finished editing the, the episode where we rant about fucking treating women with respect for two hours. Like- because I just yeah. don't know how much of that to keep in. <laughs> there's there's no possible way to know how much of that to keep in. Oh my god. Like, I think we... <laughs> I feel like, if I may, I'm gonna think with the book episodes, I feel like we were getting better at podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, we were getting... Our conversations were on topic more. We, like, really got into analyzing the books and, like, talking about what we love. Then the TV show happened, and I think... The wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Like, we are a runaway train with loose wheels everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's no brakes anymore. Mm -hmm. And we're approaching a a divergence in the track. And I think, honestly, we're going to run over all the people that are on the track. (laughs) (laughs) This is turning into the trolley problem. This is the trolley problem. Except one way is good podcasting, and the other way is where we're going. Oh, my God. 
did the TV show bring us down or were we always this bad and the books brought us up? Oh, no. That's the real question, isn't it? That is the real question. Oh, man. That's too philosophical for me at this moment in my life. We should just get back to the spider club where okay. shit goes south. All right. Are you ready for Marco's stupid sweater? No, I told you <laughs> I'm not. But that's what's next. I can't, I, I can't just I bypass can't, it. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> if there is one thing in this episode that effectively made me super uncomfortable, it was Marco in a button down shirt with a sweater vest shoulder thing on with a sweaters. I can't. I can't. I just do oh it. I can't. Country club Marco. Oh, you uh, probably had boat shoes on. I did. And she knows. Ugh. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh, my God. Okay. Ugh. So Marco's wearing clothes he wouldn't normally wear. I'll just leave it at that. We don't have to acknowledge what it was. Sweet Boris. Sweet Boris. I miss you. <sighs> Sleep well, my prince. <laughs> Rachel rolls in and she goes up to the bar where Marco is and she's like, why are you dressed up? He's like, it's still me, Rachel. I just cleaned up a bit. I joined the sharing last week. It's all very sus. Um, She's like, I'm going to go find Jake now. And Marco tells her to keep her ears open. (laughs) Ha ha, get it? Keep your ears open. At this point, if you don't immediately go to, oh my God, Tobias was right about everything. Like, you don't deserve to be uninfested honestly (laughs) you're fucking lost man you don't you don't have any rational thinking skills you deserve to be infested you dumb shit i shouldn't have said that that was too far but like (laughs) no just like if you weren't running for the hills on seeing this like you're not viscerally uncomfortable by the sweater alone if you don't cry in a ball on the floor after this oh my god Ugh, yep. Yep. I mean, to be fair, Brooke did give this face, this facial expression that was like, okay, that was a weird thing for you to say. I'm gonna go now. Bye. So, like, she's getting there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, she's just not getting there fast enough. Yeah. Um, also, the, the girl that Tobias was shaming earlier is there, and she shares a look with Marco, which is also yeah. red flag, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they both got fucking grounded. Um, Jake is sitting at a table and calls Rachel over. She's like, why is Marco acting weird? And he's like, it would be weird if he weren't acting weird. <laughs> and uh, Jake spots Tobias. Rachel's like, I invited him. He's nice, but he's also paranoid and he thinks everyone's in danger and there's a conspiracy and that Chapman's in on it. Jake excuses himself because he's just spotted Cassie. Um... They have another stupid disjointed conversation and um, he offers to get Cassie another drink and she wants to go to the bathroom and Jake points it out to her and then heads after Tobias. Tobias has snuck somewhere backstage and Jake's like, hey, Tobias, we're not supposed to be back here. And then he's like, Rachel told me what you said. I'm suspicious too. My brother's been acting weird. And Tobias is like, we can't talk here. It's dangerous. But the sharing is a front for an alien conspiracy and your brother is one of them. <laughs> like, you just said we shouldn't talk about it here and then he proceeds to talk about it here. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Also, the other thing I'd like to note about this forbidden back room that they're yeah. in is that the only thing in this room is like a defunct popcorn maker. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. 
<laughs> it was like, that was it. It's just a room with a broken old popcorn maker. And they're like, this is forbidden. It's just forbidden. <laughs> they went to electronics recycling. They got an old popcorn maker. Oh, God. God. Um, <sighs> and then, as if they summoned him, Tom shows up. And he's like, hey, what's up, guys? What are you talking about? Jesus Christ, Tom. God. This is when I really started to notice this recurring trend. Like, oh, criminy. Um, He tells Jake to get the fuck out of the back room. They're not supposed to be back there. Tobias starts to leave, and he's stopped by a couple of goons who start, like, grabbing him by the collar and walking him out. Um, And then the next few minutes are interspersed cutscenes between Rachel and Jake. Sorry if it gets confusing. Uh, Rachel sees Tobias getting dragged out of the club. He tells her to remember what he said. Tom asks Jake what they were talking about. And Jake tells him that Tobias thinks this is all a front for an alien conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. Cassie walks up to Rachel, tells her, they need a janitor in here. There's a gross slug in the bathroom sink. Jake tells Tom that Tobias thinks Tom is one of them. Tom is like, what do you think? And Jake pauses for a minute and says, I think he knows too much. and We have to move quickly. We have to stop him. <gasps> what a twist. What a twist. Wee. I'm not committing to this what a twist thing, so I totally saw this coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I did like I did like the acting in this moment though. Cuz like like Sean's standing there and he's like speaking very quietly and like Tom's kind of circling him like a predator and then Jake kind of looks up and he's like I'm one of you. Where's Rachel? Uh, we go back to school, and Rachel is there, and Tobias runs into her, and they do the whole are you okay thing. Tobias jokes about how he had to shake off Frankenstein's sons, which, like, decent joke. I liked that. And he's like, did you see anything weird last night? And she's like, no, Cassie saw a slug in the bathroom, but then we left after you did. Um, Tobias says she has to be really careful. She can't trust anyone. Not even. (gasps) Cassie! Cassie, hi! How you doing? She shows up. Um... Well, rather, Cassie says, hey, guys, what's up? And they kind of stare awkwardly at her. Her smile fades. She turns cold. And she's like, later. Fucking great expression change, though, from Nadia. It's like she was like. Oh, my God. Creeped me out. Oh, my God. She, like, unhinged her jaw from the smile. It was so, like, mechanical and cool. God. Oh, man. I really wish that they had given Nadia more controller weird stuff to do she in this episode fucking, she was so cool. yeah she did so like oh she was so cool oh i just i loved it just like the the transition between the facial expressions was just like a choice oh so good it was honestly it was better than in the earlier episode where chapman was eating the dinner and did the weird creepy smile that he had to yeah post. like it was better than, like it was more genuine <laughs> like genuinely creepy and it was just way better. It was way better than that. And that was already, like, very fucking good. Yeah. So, oh, anyways, good job. That's my... That was it. Nadia did so yeah, good. Yeah, I... It's just fucking wonderful. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cassie leaves. And Tobias asks if uh, Rachel left before Cassie. And Rachel's like, you don't think. But she's my best friend. And he's like, it could be anyone. And then Jake shows up and he's like, hey guys, what are you talking about? Uh, Christ. Um, And he starts apologizing to Tobias for his brother being out of line. Tobias is like, no big deal. And then he leaves. And then Jake asks Rachel what they were talking about. And Rachel gives him a very forced smile. 
we cut to Chapman examining his balls. Golf balls, that is. <laughs> thought it was so weird. But I had to make a ball stroke. Yeah. You know what? It's fine. This entire show is pretty fucking weird. It's true. Uh, Jake shows up, closes the door, and Jake's like, Tobias knows everything! He's working with an Andalite! And Chapman's like, what? That's impossible! And Jake's like, don't sass me, 554! Sit your ass down! And then starts lecturing him about how he's supposed to weed out suspicious students, and shit could have gone bad if his his brother hadn't interfered last night, and Jake is gonna deal with it himself under Visor 3's orders, and if Chapman fucks up again, he's gonna go to detention, and not the school kind! Um, he leaves, and we see a small lizard on the floor. The lizard is like, this sucks, and then goes into the bathroom, and Tobias comes out a second later. Didn't Jake also threaten Chapman, too, in this one, with, like, there's many yerks that would really like to be the principal of the school? (laughs) That was, like, one of the few lines that, like, I picked out of this episode is, like, oh, that's actually pretty good, like, because it's, like, a subtle threat that, like, everybody's after you, so watch your fucking self. (sighs) And it was one of the few times where I'm like, okay, that's like kind of a cool piece of dialogue in this <laughs> shit show. <laughs> I actually really liked that scene. I love how Jake walks into the class or into the office under the pretense that he's a student and Chapman's his superior mm-hmm. and then just like turns the tables and he's obviously like the higher ranking Yerk and he's bossing this adult man around. I And then like as he's leaving, he's like pretends to be the student again. He's like, thanks, Mr. Chapman. Yeah. I'll try to be more thoughtful in the future. Loved it. Yeah, I did. I love that as well. And Sean did a great mm-hmm. job with that scene, too. Yeah, it's just. <sighs> and Chapman did a good job in that scene as well, being like the kind of like sniveling, like, don't yell at me. <laughs> oh, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm trying. Can't you see I'm interested in golf and only golf? <laughs> I was I was doing lasso for a while, but now I've really gotten into golf. <laughs> I was trying to follow my cowboy dreams, but when I found out you had to ride the horse to rope the cows, <laughs> I decided to go with golf instead. It seems a little less dangerous. You'd think that, but actually, <laughs> if you could see how I strained myself on the ninth hole yesterday, you wouldn't think so. <laughs> Golfer's elbow is real. <laughs> I've seen the way that Jerry drives the cart. <laughs> Things get crazy. <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) Wonderful. (sighs) Oh, okay. It's time for your favorite part, though. Yes. 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 The the bell rings. The students head into the hallways. Are you ready for an epic three-minute electric guitar (laughs) showdown? Uh, yeah. So, this scene, what happens is very epic electric guitar music starts playing. Like, you can imagine, like, a and then we look at Sean Ashmore's face. In it, we see his face. And then <laughs> it stays there. And then it goes to Christopher, 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 Christopher's face. And then we sit there for a second. But then we go back to Sean Ashmore. But we're a little closer this time. And also you can see they're using the big lights because it's reflected in his oh. glistening eyes. Ooh. Then we switch back to Christopher, 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 Christopher's face. And you can see they also are using the same light set up on him. Ooh. And then we go back to Sean Ashmore, where it's slightly closer to his face. We sit there for a second. Then we go back to Christopher, 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 Christopher. And you can see we're slightly closer to his face. And then we go back to Sean Ashmore. We're at the same 
depth away, but at a slightly different angle this time. <laughs> and it sits there. Doesn't the camera the start time. panning at some point? Like, like, like rotating. At the around, end. At the, yeah. They start actually moving <laughs> yeah. the camera a little bit. Yeah, that's after the next close-up where you get okay. close enough that's just the top of their nose and then, like, their eyes to their forehead. Yeah, and then the camera starts rotating. And then we do yet another swaparoo where it's Sean Christopher, Sean Christopher. Then it's on Sean and we freeze on Sean where he's staring. But now we're at a slightly further away angle. We're looking up at his face. And then he does a slow, beautiful turn away from camera. So, yep, that's the scene. Good job. That's the scene. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I took over, but here we no, are. No, that was great. <laughs> why? Just why? I don't know, but I loved it. Like, the scene happened after everything else, and I just got, like, so excited. Like, I don't know what it was that set me off. Like, if it was the music. The music was good. Or, like. The music was amazing. Like, this was honestly probably the best music they've had on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the look on Sean's face of, like, it just screamed, I'm the bad guy, and we both know it. <laughs> and, like, uh, and then Christopher's, like, challenge but scared. And then, like, yes. just the, I don't, I don't know. They got me. They just reeled me in with this. Good boy faces. <sighs> That's how I feel about this. Uh, slightly less epically we are now in rachel's room and her phone rings she answers it it's tobias and she pretends that it's cassie for security's sake tobias says he needs her help and that he trusts her he wants to check out the spider club again because very sus um and he's like jake will try to follow you but don't let him and rachel keeps pretending that that he's Cassie because Jake is there in her bedroom listening to her phone conversation. Why is he there? They never explained why he was there. He just he's was. He's just there. He's just They're there. Just, he's just he's just like a guy. He's just like a spare guy. He's just always he's there. The spare. spare dude. Kill the spare. <laughs> Kill the spare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. Are Sorry, do you do you, do y'all hang out with your cousins? Do you have your cousin over to your house and you do homework in your room with your cousin? I don't know. Is this a thing that people do? I feel like some people do. Like some people have cousins that are more like siblings. And yeah. Like, but even so, like I, I don't know. Like I don't know what passes as a normal relationship, but like <laughs> I, I don't know that I'd ever have my siblings in my room doing homework with sure. me, much less my cousins. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just, like, I didn't live close enough to them or there was a big enough age gap. Like, maybe if they were the same age, we'd be closer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it just, I see my, I see my cousins every, like, once every 10 years, I feel like. So I have no idea what the etiquette is. Yeah, like, I see my cousins, like, pretty similarly once every several years. They're fine. (laughs) They're okay people. <laughs> I But they're also both younger than me, so, like, I would never, like, do homework with them because I'd be like, well, what do you know Yeah, about this? Yep. I mean, they're probably both smarter than me, so they probably would know a lot more than I would. But because I'm older, I'm like, I know more than you do. I'm old. You're I'm babies. old. 
You're children, and I know facts. I know isosceles triangles. I know the difference between that and a ping pong ball. <laughs> what does E equals MC squared mean? Only I know because I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back at the spider club. It's deserted because it's the daytime, I guess. Or no, it's the nighttime. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Who knows what it doesn't fucking matter. Rachel's calling out for Tobias. She wanders around for a bit, and then Jake pops out. She's like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, but what are you doing here? She lies, and she says she left something here last night. He stalks toward her like a creep. She's like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? He's like, I think you know. And then a lion shows up and roars. Just like that. Where did he get his fucking morphing powers? Please, please, please tell me. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. They got everything taken away from them, and it's not... (sighs) (sighs) I'm agitated. Like, I know, like, uh, like, in the book, I know Jake would be like, I felt like I should have, like, tiger paws in this moment, blah, blah, blah. But that made fucking sense, and he couldn't morph, and, like, I, and then he, I guess he could by the part, but this one didn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It's magic. Tobias is a lion. I hate it. Tobias is a lion. It's a good lion. But at least he's not a cheetah. Ah! I fire myself for that joke. This is for the ends. <laughs> Leave now. <laughs> and never come back. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um Oh god. Okay. So they're like, oh god, a lion, and they back up, and Jake turns around and he smacks his head on a table and falls down unconscious. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? What a dumbass. What? Like, you had to be aiming for that. This is Animorphs does slapstick comedy. Yeah. Well, Jake knocks himself out, because good job, Jake. <laughs> and and Rachel's like, oh no, Jake, you knocked yourself out. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and the lion's like, Rachel, it's me, Christopher, 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 Christopher. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Um, also, the lion's like nudging Jake's hand at this point, which I was like, oh, that must be fun. <laughs> I th- I was this sent me into like a whole thing of like, oh, that must be like the lion trainer. And they put him in Jake's clothes because he's covering his face or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't think you see his face in the scene. Anyways. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, the scene's lion. The lion was was touching somebody with his nose. With his snoot. Yes. Uh, Christopher demorphs to human. He's like, I'll explain everything to you later, but first we have to deal with Jake. And then, now it's later, they have tied Jake's hands together, and Tobias has just finished filling Rachel in about the Yerks. Um, Jake is like, you can't win, there's too many of us. Tobias is like, where's the Kandrona? And they have their back and forth power struggle interrogation thing. And finally Jake's like, so where's the Andalite you're working with? And Rachel's like, right here. It was Tobias morphing all along. And Tobias realizes <laughs> that Rachel's one of them and he was played for a fool. Oh, I'm so invested. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Tobias tries to run away and Cassie, Tom, and Marco block his way. Uh, he tries to run a more different way. He's stopped by more people. And Jake brags that Rachel has been there since last night and he fell for their trap. And 
then Rachel starts having some issues and she's like clutching her head and moaning and having a power struggle with the Yerk. And Jake looks like embarrassed about this. He's got like this like, ooh, well, this is awkward face. And it was just a really interesting choice for this moment. Yeah. But I liked it. I think. I don't know. It was it was something. It was something. Um, <laughs> Rachel manages to break through and she is like, I didn't mean to do any of this, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jake excuses this in saying that the host fights back occasionally, but they always lose. Tom cuts Jake's bonds and then Visor 3 shows up and he congratulates Jake and and makes him Visor 10. And Tobias is like, you'll never win. And Jake's like, they'll be too late. The Kandrona was right here, by the way, just so you know. And Tom walks forward with a thermos and we all know what that means. And soup time! Soup time! Time for soup. <laughs> um, Tobias says he and Jake should have been on the same side, and Jake says, oh, we will be on the same side, just not the side you want. He takes out a pair of very big tweezers, and he pulls out a fucking jalapeno pepper out of the thermos. <laughs> like, I think we can all agree that that was a pepper, right? That was a fucking pepper, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yep, I even saw the little the little stick at the end of it. <laughs> I even saw the stem. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and as he pulls it out with the tweezers, the real Jake gets control and he drops it and he starts crying, No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And Tobias screams at him to fight. Visor three steps forward, tells him to control it. And Jake screams, No! Snap back to reality. Whoa, there goes gravity. Jake is back oh. in his room. Whoa. Yeah, and then we have the Wizard of Oz moment. Oh my god, straight up, straight <laughs> up, straight up. Uh, there's a voice outside his door. It says, Jake, are you in there? Jake gets up. He looks in the mirror dramatically and he says, yeah, I am. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Sorry. I, I lost That's my so shit. so stupid. It's so dumb I lost my shit. I was like, what? Oh. Uh... Anyway, he opens the door. It's Cassie. She hands him a book and she's like, I thought you might want this back. And he's like, thanks. And she's like, I borrowed it. <laughs> like, that's the dialogue, straight up. <laughs> it didn't hit me how fucking dumb that was until. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish Blockbuster is still around so I can bring this movie back. Thanks. I borrowed it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sweating for laughing. Oh, no. That's so fucking stupid. It's the dumbest thing. Have this back. Thanks. I borrowed it. <laughs> yeah, dude. What else? Ugh. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yep. Yep. Winner. Winner of the dialogue award for that. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Chicken dinner. Okay. Here's the thing, though. He's here. He's here. He's arrived. He's really excited about something. Yes, he is. Axe comes running up behind Cassie. He's like, Jake, I have important news. Watch this. And he blows a (laughs) bubblegum bubble as big as his own head. He finally did it. He finally did it. Oh my god. 
honestly the most triumphant moment of the episode. And I don't think it was supposed to be. I think narratively this was supposed to be a funny aside. But truly this was the plot line I was the most invested in. This fucking same. Oh my god. And this is when Scott said, do you see why Axe is the best? And why Axe is my favorite character and how the whole show should be about him? And I was like, yes. This yes, is, I do see it. This is correct. Absolutely this is correct. Correct. This is undisputable fact right now. I my favorite part about him blowing the bubble was the face he makes. He like he like gets really intense and his like eyebrow grows up like he's straining really hard to make this happen. And it just, it's the best. My favorite part was after he held the bubble for a while, looking very unsure of what to do. Yeah. And then popped it and then proceeded to suck up all of the gum in like a way that wasn't overtly like awkward, but was sufficiently awkward to make everything like, oh yes, this is still an alien trying to work a face. Yeah. And like the it bubble was so big it like trailed down onto his hands, so he's like <laughs> sticking it to his fingers and shoving it back into his mouth. Oh my yes. god. He's the best. He is truly the best. <sighs> And Jake says something like, thank the universe for Andalites. And I was like, hard agree. Yeah, hard agree on that one. Oh, precious son. Um, and that's when Jake pulls his Dorothy and he's like, nothing's changed. We're back. We're still fighting. There's no place like home. Yep. And, and you were there. And you were there. Yeah, basically. Like, oh yeah. my God. Ugh. And Cassie's like, Jake, are you okay? You're kind of insane, but really hot. And and Axe, <laughs> there's a shot of Axe, and he's just making like this surprised emoji face. <laughs> His face, I just love him. Ugh. Um, and then Tobias shows up in Jake's window, and Jake is like, "Oh, awesome! You're still a hawk. You look really good as a hawk. Good job, Tobias." And Tobias is like, "Thanks, I guess." I think. Yeah, that was my favorite. Is his very like nonplus like, "Thanks, I think." Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you on about? Ugh. And then Mar- that's the Tobias we know and love. Yeah, Sorry. that's the real Tobias right there. Mm-hmm. And then Marco pops in and he's like, "Jake, my friend, you're gushing over a bird," and starts giving him shit. And Jake starts screaming like, "Marco, you were right. We gotta fight the Yurks." And Marco's like, "Oh my god, keep your voice down, you fucking idiot!" And then Rachel pops yeah. in and Jake is still yelling and she's like, "Somebody stop him!" And Marco goes to tackle him, and they all throw him on the bed, and they dogpile him and tickle him. And Axe is standing there looking so fucking confused and concerned. And then Jake narrates over, and he's like, happiness is friends like these, and we're all in this together, and all that fucking shit. And and that's how this episode ends, with a giant fucking tickle fight. The end. Yeah. Wee! We made it, somehow. Thank God. Ugh. (sighs) <sighs> oh my god i mean I'm exhausted. i guess i'm I- i'm exhausted too so let's not belabor this point uh let's talk about the kids because i think this is the first time in a while that we've had all of them in the episode it's true so let's do it how did jake slash sean do this episode just fine just great just, I mean, Jake sucked, but Sean did an amazing job acting all of this out. <laughs> they, like, they're really losing Jake's character recently. They, like, yeah, Jake would 
Not, and like I realized that the, at the end of book one, Jake did, maybe this is where they got it, where Jake has to talk to the Elemist and like, or no, that's not book one. What fucking book is it where he gets offered? Oh. oh it's after Cryak and everything. Never mind. Oh. I'm getting all confused. But yeah, like it's at the end of book one in quotations, but it's like a later book that like goes back to the moment. The oh. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that is Megamorph um, 4. I don't know. I feel like that is Megamorph 4. Okay. But anyways, the, the fucking A. They, like, Jake would never be like, no, I'm not going to fight for Earth. Like, he has to make that choice multiple times in the book, and he never gives in. So, like, this whole premise was based on something that was just extremely out of character. Yeah. And the only time he ever got close to that decision, I think, was when he lost his family to the Irks. And he was yeah. like, I'm not the leader anymore. Like, I'll I'll still fight, but somebody else tell me what to do. Like, that's the closest I think he's ever gotten. But, like, that was a yeah. hugely traumatic event. And not like, right. oh, I can't do my homework because I'm too busy saving the world. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, no one, fuck. Right. And that was also, like, years into the battle. Yeah. Where he had to, like, move out of his home and he lost everything. Yeah. So... It was a little higher stakes than, like, Slightly. everybody needs me to do stuff. Yeah. I can't play video games with Marco. Wah. I don't want to play basketball with Tom's weird friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat bread with Tom's weird friends. I want to eat bread alone. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. So anyways, Jake gets, like, low marks for me. But Sean gets a five because, dear God, Sean acted the shit out of so many different characters in this episode. And he did pretty fucking good for all of them. He did. And I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like especially... Actually, not just the seasoned actors. I feel like I would like to make up this narrative in this moment that by now the actors are experienced enough that they know shitty writing when they see it. And they're like, mm-hmm. how the fuck am I supposed to play this scene? And the, and the director's just like, eh, I don't know, just figure it out. Y- y- you'll do great. Like, uh, and, and they just, they're working with this, like, paltry fucking dialogue. And they're still just fucking killing it. Like, props to mm-hmm. them. Again, all speculation. Don't know for sure. Please write me that person I'm talking to right now. Yeah. Who knows people that worked on the TV show. You. Please write me. Please. Please. But yeah. But yeah, I hope I I hope and pray that that's a narrative as well. Yep. Yep. Okay, what about Rachel and Brooke? Very, very good Brooke acting. I agree. And then I was extremely distracted when she was breaking free of her yurt control at like her hair just tumbling into <laughs> yes, the scene repeatedly. <laughs> That's not her fault, but it was just very weird. <laughs> I know. You just see like like Sean in the foreground and you just see like this like sheet of, of blonde hair in the background just like fall into frame and it's like ah Yeah, and then like this really weird and unflattering shot of these terrible jeans with the <laughs> hair and I'm just like, what? It, who blocked this shot? Oh my god. <laughs> but that's not Brooke's fault. No, it's not. <laughs> she was not behind the camera. It's not. So. It's not. She was just doing her job. Acting. She was doing her job. Like she was fighting for control. And it was yeah, great. Yeah, and she did a great job. 
I liked her. And I was, before I was fooled, I was very excited for this Rachel Tobias adventure that we were going to get. And I feel cheated that it never happened the way I wanted it to. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. So, anyways, they they get fives for me, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Tobias slash Christopher, 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 Christopher. We get a human Tobias, which is always a treat. It is a treat. And there's always a lot less screaming when that happens. Oh, thank God. Uh, I thought Christopher did a real good job. Notice how I'm not saying anything about the, the fucking characters. I'm just like, oh, yeah, the actor did great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the act- the actors did do great. The characters, I mean, I get that it was like an alternate timeline thing, so they're not going to be like the same, but they oh were totally God. wrong. He was being so fucking obnoxious in chem class. Yeah, he was being awful. He was like the God. He was being like one of those weird dudes that like eventually writes that book. They, I hope they serve beer in hell, kind of a guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. like super obnoxious. Eventually, like figures out like some weird shit to like lie about and get a book deal on. Yeah, he's like, oh, I know so much more than than all these other sheep. Yeah. I know about the alien conspiracy, and I really want to tell somebody, but you just wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand because you're not smart enough because you're just a girl. (laughs) I liked alien conspiracies before they were cool. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, but anyways, Christopher did a great job. Yes, I liked his face. And I liked his face, and he worked really well with the cast, which I feel like is... As much as, like, we're like, oh, yeah, he's been here the whole time, blah, blah, blah. It's like he rarely is put back in where he's not working alone in a sound booth. And he just meshes so well with everybody. Remember when he turned into a human in the Elemis episode and, and he hugged Rachel and then they held hands? That was really cute. Mm-hmm. That was cute. That was adorable. That was cute. I liked that a lot. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this, but I just I just wa- I liked that you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good memory. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Cassie, Nadia. Nadia straight up gets a five for that fucking jaw straight thing. That was god, so good, so good, so so good. She was great. I mean, she wasn't. She was in the episode the least out of all the characters. Mm-hmm. I think no, maybe Axe was in here. Oh last. yeah, definitely Axe was in there. Last. But um, but yeah. So I don't really care what Cassie did so much because she didn't really do much of anything. But Nadia, just that one scene was so fucking good. Yeah. And again, we got more like friendship, like gushing over boys with Rachel, which I always like. And mm-hmm. like, even at the end when we had that stupid book borrowing situation, which is not <laughs> Nadia's fault at all. But like, I thought she played it really well. Like, obviously she was like, okay, Jake, something's going on with Jake right now. He's like, not paying attention or something so i have to clarify to him that i borrowed this book so he's not confused (laughs) that's how she played that and i like that it's just the dialogue was stupid and i'm happy that she was able to make something somewhat sensical come out of it yeah that's she did great yes (gasps) boris sweet sweet boris Uh... (sighs) i mean he's wonderful he's great with that sweater. That sweater would, if <laughs> honestly, if true real life Boris Cabrera approached me today wearing that outfit, I would about face and run for the hills. 
<laughs> because he joined a because, cult. <laughs> because he joined a cult. That outfit says, I'm in a cult. It absolutely does. Oh, <laughs> uh, like it's so i've seen i've seen like dudes that wear like the sweater vest over the t-shirt and then they have this the sweater draped across their shoulders and that that indicates like what i'm the fuck it's it's kind of like the i'm rich i have a boat and i play tennis like oh yeah that's what that yeah. means which is like okay i don't really want to interact with that, but it's not as scary as what Marco is wearing. <laughs> yeah, Marco's is definitely scarier, but I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's that's a yacht club boy. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's so much somebody shame. that got like a fucking Porsche at 16 and summers and yeah. they summer, basically, which is... If anybody tells you they summer anywhere, could be anywhere. Yeah. They're they're just they're a yacht boy. Yep. That's very true. <laughs> uh, Woo. But Boris Boris gets a five for me. I yeah, he's Boris, he's great. So. He's great. He did great. Always. He did not scream while wearing that outfit the whole time. <laughs> That's so. impressive. Very impressive. Fives. Oh my <laughs> all god. <around. laughs> all right. Let's talk about your boy, Axe and Paolo. I mean. Every time, every time, he just fucking brings it, and he made the biggest impression on me in the entire episode, and he was only there for, like, 30 seconds. So, you know, mad skills. Mad skills. You know what else made a big impression on me was when everybody was dogpiling, and, like, the camera's panning up. Yeah. Like, Axe, I say Axe, Paulo had to know that he was not the center of the scene, and he didn't pull focus, but if you watched him carefully... He took two big, ridiculous steps over to the bed in the same way that he, when he was learning how to walk, he did. Yes. And it was just like the detail was just glorious. Because like he could have just like turned and like nobody would have thought it was the wrong move to make at all. But he did two big, ridiculous steps and it was like, oh, yes, he's still the perfect Andalite boy. And I just, I love the <laughs> level of confusion and concern that he had for what was happening. Like, this is obviously not something he's encountered before. And he was kind of like, oh, wait, is is Prince Jake actually in danger? Should I should I do something? What what would I yeah. even do if yeah. I did? Like, <laughs> I don't know what action to take. I don't know what's happening. Is this a human ritual? He's like, just so good at telling a story with, like, the minimal amount of effort. He is. Just use God, it. The fact that he's like not acknowledged as one of the greatest actors of our time is just kind of a criminal offense. <laughs> it is! It's a crime! It's a TV crime. <laughs> it's a TV crime. Mm. So yeah, he gets Ugh. 10 million points, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what Or Sure. <sighs> okay, any thoughts before we do our thing? Nope. I mean, there are lots of smaller roles in here, and I thought they all did fine. Yeah, I thought they did great. <laughs> there we go. That was this episode. That's the show. Yep. That's this episode. Uh, if you want to write to me about how good Paulo is, please do that. Please do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com. 
or on Facebook at Animorphs Anonymous or Super Secret Super Awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites. It's just facebook.com slash groups slash Animorphs Anonymous. Or you can tweet at me at Animorphs Anon or you can insta slam me at Animorphs Anonymous. Yay! If you want to talk to us directly, I mean, not directly, not to our faces currently, but if you want to type at us and and to other Animorphs fans in a more instantaneous way, you can join our Discord server and and you can get the link to that if you hit us up on any of our socials or email us and you can come and post pictures of your pets or or your face and, and talk about X-Men and what else do we talk about? Fucking games so there's there's a sports channel that a select few navigate if you're into that we got sports um, we got art we got the podcast we got all everything side hustle animals yeah just come hang with us everyone's really cool and we have here's one of my favorite channels we are very invested in one member of our discord's love story as she traverses her first serious relationship Aww. and so we made an entire channel to just ship her relationship and it's honestly one of the most beautiful wonderful channels it's, ever it's great yeah so thanks thanks owl gal for taking us on on that ride yay yay Oh, all right. Um, what if I'm sick of talking to people and just want to read a wonderful comic on my own, alone? I have a comic that you could read. <gasps> you do? I do. Tell me. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the comic that I make and draw and put online for free for reading is called Beside You. And you can go read that at bsideyoucomic.com. And it's a romance, and it's, it's it's it takes place in the early 2000s, and it's got lots of, like, 90s music and throwbacks, and it's really cute, and you should go read that. And if you want to read early pages and just, like, generally support me making the comic, um, you can go to my Patreon, and and that is at patreon.com slash kcdstudios. Yes. And I suggest you become a patron because this week I got an email that said, you have an update from one of your patron things. And it was from Casey. And I went on and looked at it and it said, oh my God, a bench. And then it made a bunch of funny references at the bottom that I've already forgotten, but I made note to mention it, that there was a funny reference. And now I can't even remember <laughs> what, what it was. page was this that? My memory. You drew them. It was Alden and what's his face on a bench. And, you know, Alden what? and the main character. Wait, what? That's, that's... I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right oh now. Oh my god. And I will tell you. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was the email that happened. 1229. Okay. So not that long ago. Okay. First of all, I got this post 105 days before the rest of the world. So if you want to know how exclusive it is, Ooh. that's how exclusive it is. Shiny. You recommended Cigarettes and Chocolate Milk by Rufus Rainwright, which I listened to the first 30 seconds and then had to turn it off because I was busy. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. And then... <laughs> You said something about doing backgrounds very methodically, using too many layers, blah, blah, blah. And then you wrote, you're tearing me apart, backgrounds. Oh, yeah. I did say that. And I said, note this, because that was very funny, and I should plug it on this podcast where we recommend you listen. Yay! You become Patreon. Yeah. So that's my story. Woohoo! Wow. That was a journey. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's entirely on me, and my memory being... <laughs> dog shit <laughs> same uh, <laughs> well okay though 
I don't want to read comics anymore. I want to listen to more podcasts, but I don't want to listen to any podcasts that Casey is in. So what can I do? Well, first of all, that sounds awful. <laughs> but okay, I guess I'll recommend one that doesn't have Casey in it, I guess. Uh, and that's From Cadmus to Crisis. It's a Superboy podcast. And I want you to know that we just did a Superboy annual, which, as you can guess, is a Superboy <laughs> book that comes out once a year. It has nothing to fucking do with anything else. So it was a, an alternate universe. So guess who became the voice of Superman? That's right. <gasps> me. Yay! <laughs> you are the Superman. I was the Superman, except the Superman in this universe turned out to be a shitty villain. And so <laughs> it was very fun to do and i enjoyed all of it i got to read a lot more than usual and uh it was it was a lot of fun so that's another one that if you are like wow there's so many episodes of this podcast and i don't know anything about superboy i recommend first of all the alpha centurion episode that just came out for new year's because it is not superboy it's alpha centurion and there's only one book to know it's a one-off and it literally has nothing to do with anything else and then the the annual, which I think is coming out like mid to late July, and that one or July, Jesus, January, January twenty twenty one, and it's coming out. And that one is also it has nothing to do with anything else. So if you are are truly interested in listening to a podcast without Casey, which again, why? But whatever um, that I am in, which again, why? But oh no. Uh, that that those are two good ones that you can just listen to uh, some one offs and not have to get super invested in the Superboy narrative. All right, that's all I have to say about that. Yay! I guess I could tell you that David and Drew are the actual not accidental hosts of it, and they're from. They've done Animorphs Anonymous podcasts, most notably Alternomorphs, the second one, and Drew did Megamorphs two in the time of the dinosaurs. Dun 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 You want to just take us out? Take us out with the with the theme. I guess the ending credits one would actually be the. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da.